What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Compileswift podcast. I am your host, as always, Peter Whittem. You can find this podcast at compileswift.com forward slash podcast. A bunch of other stuff is there as well. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about a couple of things. So let's just dive into it. First of all, we got the beta 3s for various OSs from Apple, the pre-release versions, plus an updated Xcode 13 beta as well. I have played around with the iPad OS beta 3. I've got that on my iPad Pro. That's kind of my mainstay workhorse every day, and it is running just great. Still a few weird quirks with Safari crashing now and again, but hey, it's a beta. What do you expect? But it's gotten a lot better. It doesn't crash on me all the time. Still loving the multitasking and the way that works. I still would prefer floating windows like a lot of you, but hey, I'll take this in the meantime. I'm really looking forward to this 15 coming out later in the year. I also upgraded macOS Monterey. I had a couple of weird glitches this time around. I was upgrading from the previous beta. First time around, it just didn't seem to take. It got to the end of the download bar and preparing and then just sat there. So I thought, well, I'll leave it alone on my M1 Mac Mini because sometimes it takes a while. But an hour later, I thought to myself, no, nah, I don't think this is doing anything. So I rebooted the machine and booted up just fine with the previous beta still. Had to go through the entire process of downloading the newest beta 3 again, but this time it installed just fine. I don't know what happened there. Some weird glitch, something or another. I don't know. Gremlins in the network. But after I rebooted, everything was fine. Beta 3 is still feeling very good to me on macOS Monterey. I still like a lot of the changes they have in there. What I really want to do is spend a lot more time playing around with shortcuts. I have not spent as much time as I would like on that yet. So hopefully there's going to be some things there in the future to talk about. I need to move a lot of my automations that I have on the iPad over and, well, I don't really need to move them over because they sync, but I need to check them out and see if they work. Xcode. So the Xcode latest 13 beta has been pretty good for me. Funny thing that a, a little tip that I'll give you all here shortly that caught me out because I'm silly. Now Xcode 13 is feeling pretty good. It is nice and responsive for me. In as much as I never really have too many performance complaints with Xcode, let's be honest, we're compiling software. It's going to take a while, folks, on big apps and things like that. So don't be expecting miracles. However, I still like using BitRise, and I'll put a link in the show notes for that because that's a great way to offload your builds if you're in a position where you can do that. Now, of course, sometimes you can't, especially if you're working on projects for companies where the source code is behind closed doors. Totally get that. Anyway, I am having a pretty good time with it, but here's the little gotcha and the little tip for the week here. It's funny because I would use Xcode release version and the beta version on my Big Sur install, and then I'd reboot into Monterey and I'd go to run it in there. And then, of course, I'd realize I'd have problems trying to compile and run the software because I forgot that I'm foolish and I don't have my private developer keys on that install. So what did I do? I did the obvious thing, right? I hit the button where it says, hey, you want me to take care of this for you? Yes, please, Xcode, do that. So I did that. You've already figured out what happened here, right? It fixed up the Monterey. I rebooted back into Big Sur. And of course, now that one doesn't work because that private key is revoked. I am a fool, folks. I should have realized that was going to happen. Should have been obvious to me, yet I'm stupid. So the tip here is do what I did. Just 
pick one of the installs, export your private key, and import that again into the keychain on the other install and use the same private key for both installs and the account there. I know it's a silly thing, but it's one of those things you just forget about and you don't think about it until it happens to you and then you sort of face palm yourself and feel kind of foolish. So that's a quick little tip there. In other news, I have been doing a lot more live streaming on Compile Swift. You can find that at twitch.tv forward slash compile swift trying to get it working i have an account on streamlabs and i was so impressed with the service that i decided to go ahead and pay for it but i'm having problems trying to get the the multi-stream to work uh, i set it up to stream to youtube like i've done before and also to the facebook page which you can find at facebook.com forward slash compile sw uh, but they're not streaming there at the moment. I got some weird problems, so I got to work on that. But it still works just fine on Twitch.tv. I'm having a lot of fun with it. And I'm having a lot of fun just hanging out and talking with folks in the chat rooms while working on things in Swift. It is such a great way to do things. If you have not dropped by, please do. I usually stream Sunday evenings on American Central Time. There's a schedule up there. You'll, you'll see it. We very quickly get over this sort of very self-conscious feeling of people seeing you do stupid things. You get over it. We all do them. So you might as well just do it in public and have a laugh with it because I always do. And thank you to everybody who has been dropping by the chat rooms and watching the streams. I, I really just so am pleased with the amount of people that have been doing that. Thank you so much. In line with that, I decided since I've got the ability to do it, I might as well. And I have created Compile Swift merchandise. I ordered one of every item so that I could see it for myself first. And oh my gosh, it's fantastic. The stitching on things like the bag and stuff like that, and the printing on the t-shirts, the mugs, and uh, even the iPhone case. I'm really super impressed with the quality. So if you are interested in seeing that, you can go to streamlabs.com forward slash compile swift forward slash merch. I'll put a link in the show notes. Anything that any of you get and want to show your love for the podcast and, and all the content that I make, greatly appreciate it. It all goes back into the show and trying to do things like that. The, the more that I find that people are really just loving it, the, the more inspiration it gives me to just keep pushing it further and keep exploring new things to do for you all. And it's just a great experience sharing my development time when I can with you all. And I'm just really enjoying it. So thank you so much. I think that's pretty much it for this episode. It's kind of an updates episode here. I'm pretty sure we'll be seeing the newer drops for the public betas if on the next generation OSs from Apple soon. But I'm still rocking those betas and just loving them. And boy, the fall is going to get here real fast for those final releases, folks. So if you find any bugs, report them back to Apple. I always do because it's in our own best interest to do that. That's it. If you want to get a hold of me at Compile Swift or Compile Swift on any of the social networks, like I say, it's a Facebook page now as well. Facebook.com forward slash Compile SW. And of course, all the links and everything else at CompileSwift.com. Take care of yourselves. I will see you in the next one.